My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. My name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round, served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. This is the sweetest, most filmy post I've read on Karwa Chauth. And it comes from the Big B himself. It reads just like the script of a Karan Johar film. Mr. Amitabh Bachchan wrote in his blog yesterday, A day with the family for Karwa Chauth, the day the wives pray for the longevity and good wishes of the husbands, fasting the entire day and then in the evening dressing up for the occasion, then the scramble to see the moon, through a sieve, light a diya, say a prayer, pour some Ganga gel towards the moon, throw the diya over the shoulder with the back to the moon. What? And then he says, have the first bite from the hands of the husband and drink the first glass of water for the day. He said the moon, unlike other years, was bright and appeared on the balcony horizon well before time. On some occasions, it has been covered with cloud and it can be seen only later into the night. Oh, yes. Tell us about it two hours later than uh, Moonrise was promised to us, at least in London. And then he says, a longer wait for the ladies, but the moon was generous tonight. He's talking about Mumbai, okay? And then he says, in the evening, we were given a surprise by the sun, Abhishek, who was shooting in Delhi for breathe, but without warning, he suddenly landed up at home. A roar of surprise and wonder in the family who were just not expecting this. So the family was complete at festive time. Dining table banter filled with laughter and delightful spirit. Special food. Karan Johar ne is blog ko lekar agar ek film aur na banai na to mera naam bhi badal dijega. Honestly. Now, as you already know, Amazon Prime has already commissioned season two of Abhishek's OTT debut, Breathe Into the Shadows, where Abhishek and Amit Saad will reprise their roles as Dr. Avinash Sibarwal and Inspector Savant, Kabir Savant. Now, one man who took no shortcuts to Bollywood. He went to drama school. He did those blink and you miss it roles in films no one's ever heard of. He played the sidekick to the sidekick. He spent about 10 years on the periphery, polishing his craft, yet unsure of his future. This close to giving up so many times. But that persistence, that graft paid off eventually. And now, character actor turned global favorite. Kiski baat kar rahi Pankaj Tripathi, of course. He is an asset to any film. Pankaj ji kehte hain, 10 saal dar dar bhatakne ke baad, ab ye alam hai ki filmmakers have started offering me roles in the car park. And sadly, I have to turn down so much work. So what has changed? 
I'm still the same guy doing the same job. I'll tell you what, circumstances have changed. People's tastes have changed. They are now more open to stories which were earlier relegated to film festivals or never really made because they weren't considered commercially viable. Fans are waiting to see Pankaj Tripathi as a cop in an out and out comic role in Varun Sharma's Banti aur Babli 2. This is for Yashraj of course. This could be comedy gold. Pata nahi kyun mujhe lagta hai this will be comedy gold. Now my personal views on Salman Khan aside, the superstar which he is, and I cannot deny it, he needs to tread very carefully when it comes to plugging his next film, which is a cop thriller with his brother-in-law Ayush Sharma titled Antim the Final Truth. Kyunki pichle cop thriller ka kya anjaam tha we remember, right? We all remember. Now in times when hype and star power can rake in the money at the box office of course it can but it can't sustain your credibility as an actor unless you add some substance to your style right Antim the final truth could be a big one for Salman it needs to have a hook that's what i feel it needs to have something that restores our faith in Salman Khan's star power it is a remake of a successful marathi film mulshi pattern so they already have a good foundation to build the remake on will mahesh manjrekar in the director's chair ayush and salman be able to step away from the formula the gimmicks and make us really care about the characters because that is the bottom line you know the way we did for bajrangi bhaijaan or indeed for the characters in tiger zinda hai well kehte hain ummeed pe duniya qaim hai we are hoping for the best Now it was an emotional moment for Rajinikanth fans when Rajini sir was presented the Dada Saheb Phalke award India's highest film honor and this was given to him by the vice president Venkaiya Naidu at the 67th National Film Awards recently Rajinikanth was born in 1950 and he was born in a setting that was as far removed from showbiz as you can imagine Rajini sir took a trip down memory lane while accepting the award and he said I'm extremely happy to receive this prestigious award my heartfelt thanks to the central government for honoring me with the Dada Saheb Phalke award I would like to dedicate the award to my guru K Balachander today I remember him with great gratitude I also want to thank my friend who saw this talent in me and suggested that I should act while I was working as a bus conductor Thanks to everyone for their support the press the media the directors distributors producers fans and my heartfelt thanks to everyone especially those Tamil people without whom I am nobody he says now this was attended by the ceremony was attended by his wife Lata his daughter Aishwarya his son-in-law Dhanush all of them part of the film industry if you know now this award it came as official recognition for a legend who already rules people's hearts we know that right and Rajinikanth commands a pan asian popularity that you don't see every day in fact his humility is legendary his philanthropy is phenomenal itna charitable kaam karte hain aur wo bhi ekdam chupchap which is how you should do it right there's a great story a landmark worth celebrating 25 saal of an iconic film you know these are the landmarks one should really celebrate 5 10 15 25 normally you have 7 years of this 13 years of that that has never made any sense to me all that shows is that we know how to count bhai agar pichle saal 12 thi to is saal to 13 hi hoga na matlab kehne ki kya baat hai lekin here's something you really do want to toast because gulzar sahab's iconic film marches made 25 years ago this was dismissed by trade pundits as a middle of the road artsy film but you know what its widespread popularity and a national award left many people stunned 
Actor Jimmy Shergill, who made his Bollywood debut with Marches, he remembers his relatives in Punjab sending him pictures of villagers going to watch Marches in tractors and truck bhar bhar ke. He says it was such a proud moment for a son of the soil like me. Now, in a recent interview, Jimmy Shergill says that you know, Marches' set, I was actually directing directions. I wanted to be the director's assistant. But Gulzar Sahab, while the film was still being planned, he found out from someone that I was taking acting lessons. So he came up to me and said, "Yeah, yeah, beta, absolutely, are it." Hi, this is Anushka Arora. As always, lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast. And this week, I have another special guest on the show. I have a bit of a surprise for you right now. Uh, joining me on the show live from Dubai, I believe we have Sona Nigam. Sona Ji, welcome to Sunrise Radio. How are you? Hello, hi. Thank you very much. I'm pretty good. I was not well in fact for the last three days, but I'm better now. Much I'm better. so glad to hear that, Sona Ji. <laughs> Let's talk about your big UK tour that you have coming uh, in just a few weeks. Actually, ऐसे दिख रहे हैं आपके Instagram से कि rehearsals जोरो शोरो से चल रही है कैसी चल रही है rehearsals? आपने देखा क्या? बिल्कुल देखा. हम बिल्कुल follow करते हैं आपको Instagram पे. Thank you. जी हाँ बहुत ही एक्चुअली कॉन्सेप्ट इतना अच्छा है बिकॉज दीज आर टू ऑफ माई ग्रेटेस्ट टीचर्स लाइक भगवान है हमारे और बहुत सारे लोगों ने इन्हें पसंद किया है पर बिकॉज आई एम स्टूडेंट आई एम सिंगर सो आई हैव गॉटन टू डीप इन टू म्यूजिक टेक्निक एंड सो थोड़ा सा मेरा उनसे ज्यादा अटैचमेंट है क्योंकि उनको स्टडी मैंने ज्यादा किया है बनस्पत बाकी लोगों से एज कम्पेयर टू अदर पीपल आई हैव Come and too close to them in, in terms of studying them, their you know uh, their art form. So, unki gano ko mere saath me jor ke ek proper concert dedicate karna. This is the first time I've ever done this. It's a very very emotional moment for me. That's why in the promo, I I uh, you know uh, I I should be used somewhere at some point that it's like going back to your roots. It's like a child honoring their his parents. Um, yeah, it's. It's like you know, her cheese ka. It's bringing uh, reliving my childhood, reliving my uh, my studentship, and even today, uh, we've learned so much from everybody around us. But these are our initial uh, initial source of inspiration, mm-hmm. and to bring them together into one concert, unprecedented, very emotional, the mammoth task, which has to be executed with a lot of. उसी 
And, and we we really really look forward to that. Um, is and also even somebody like me, I've grown up listening to your songs uh, as well. And for you to bring back such a golden era of music uh, to the UK, I think that is absolutely phenomenal. And I, and I do think only somebody like you, uh, you know, can do this. I mean, um, what kind of fond memories uh, would you share that you had with uh, Rafi G and Kishore Da? See, people always ask me, did you ever get to meet them? And I always say, yes, of course I met them. Mm. I meet them. I always meet them because I may not have met them physically, but I meet them uh, through their arts, through my art. We connect on every level. Mm-hmm. Every single song till date that I've sung has had a chanting of my Guru's names at the beginning, which you never get to hear. But before I start recording on the microphone, I chant all my teachers' names from Saigal Saab to Rafi Saab to Kishore Kumarji to Mandada, Plataji, Ashaji, Namukeshi, Sarat Himuji, Himan Kumarji, Rangar Kapoorji, Master Saleem. So, uh, uh, so uh, all these uh, names, uh, Master Mother, what am I saying? Sorry, my Master Mother. So we, we have uh, been grown up, uh, we have been brought up on this music and I'm very, very lovely i mean this really really sounds like a concert not to be missed uh, sonu ji if you can uh, just sing us thodi si matlab choti si jhalak de do ki hum hame kya sunne ko milega on november 13th and november 14th in birmingham and london ye main nahi karna chahta kyunki main kuch bhi kahunga wo jhoot hoga jo main abhi phone pe kuch bhi bataunga gaunga wo waisa hoga nahi wahan pe aur i don't want to open my cards in front of you before the show the show is designed in a certain way it's a journey uh, all i can say is that it's an emotional journey mm-hmm. lots of dynamic ups and downs mm-hmm. but yeah jaise darshak ke khud se gaane hain aur kishore kumar ji ke kitne sare gaane hain wo gaano ko hum log jod ke fir mere sath mein jod ke wo kar rahe hain to bhi agar aapko waise gaana sunna to main gaa sakta hu main wohi kehne lagi thi koi aur gaana gaa do bishak koi lijiye तुम बिन जाओ कहा तुम बिन जाओ कहा दुनिया में आके कुछ नक चाह कभी तुमको चाह के तुम बिन 
Lovely, Sonuji. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking out the time and speaking to us. We really look forward uh, to your live shows you. um, in Birmingham and London, November 13th and November 14th. Thank you so much, Sonuji. Take care. Thank you. Listen to our Bollywood queen, Anushka Aurora, from 12 noon to 4 p.m. weekdays on Sunrise. This is Sonia Datta. Welcome to this week's episode on our mental health and awareness series. This week, I want to focus on life lessons. And I know that all of us live through many lessons as we go along in life. But how many lessons really do shape your future? How many times do you come across a situation where you think you're going through a tough time, but by the end of it, you've learned something so valuable that you can see literally shaping your future? One that you take on board and think, I need to do that more often. Or... I need to stop doing this one thing that always pulls me down, that always brings me so-called bad luck. It's not always about bad luck, you know. It's more about what we personally think, be and do at any one time. That's how we shape our own future, mostly. So I've chosen five of my greatest life lessons to share with you this week. And if you like what you hear in these life lessons, be sure to share them with other people in your life who you think may benefit from them as well. Sometimes we just don't know that this is what we need to do to be more observant of the lessons that we're learning. Just like I had no idea for a very, very long time. So here we go. Lesson number one. Stop taking things too personally. Gosh, it took me a long, 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 long time to learn this lesson. Things that I could even see very, very clearly had nothing to do with me. Somehow, because perhaps it was directed at me at the time, I took it personally. And the problem is that not only did I not know how not to take it personally, but I also had no idea that I was taking it personally. I didn't know what that meant and I didn't know that you could live life another way. So once it dawned on me, and it must have been through a video I watched or a podcast I listened to, I don't know, something somewhere triggered me. And I realized that, OMG, I've been doing this all my life. And the reason why it pinches so much to know that I've been doing this all my life is because it pinched so damn much every time I was doing it. It would literally take the joy out of the rest of my day. So imagine something happens, someone says something to you that you don't like. Why do we take things personally? Well, from what I've learned so far, mostly we take things personally because we agree to some extent with what the other person has just said. This is where we need to self-heal. This is where we need to perhaps grow within, to gain more confidence, to know all the good things about us than the things that we think aren't so great. Grow our strengths more than our weaknesses. Weaknesses don't mean that we're weak. Weaknesses just aren't as strong as your strengths. That's all. They just need building up. We ourselves know that we lack somewhere, but we didn't like it that somebody else told us. But the reason why we shouldn't take things personally is because not everything is about us. The world does not revolve around me. Everything isn't about me. I learned that a little bit too late, like I said. And if you're still taking things too personally, then maybe you need to consider that as well. You see, when someone is negative towards you, you can bet your life that it's more to do with them than it is to do with you. Unless they're reacting to something that you did first, more than likely they're either having a bad day or they're feeling insecure in some way or another. 
I mean, for example, at work one day, a colleague may be a little bit cold towards you or maybe downright nasty. But what are the chances that even though you might know them for years and years, do you even know what happened to them when they left work yesterday? Do you know what might have happened to them this morning before they came in? You see, if they're feeling terrible about a situation in their life, they're going to reflect that on everything and everyone that comes in their way. And the impact will be more on certain people than it will on others, probably because it's easier to impact them more. I think the main thing to remember here is that we need to be confident in who we are. We put on display who we are as a person. We go by a name, many times a nickname or a pet name that we quite like. We groom ourselves and dress a certain way that we like. And we speak in a manner that we feel reflects who we want to show we are to other people. And when someone comes along and knocks that, it knocks us off balance. If a poor boy at school gets told he can't afford things and he looks terrible, he's going to take it really personally because he knows that his family can't afford much and he'll believe that he really does look terrible compared to everybody else. That will live with him for the rest of the day and he'll take it home with him and worry about it at night and then again before he comes to school the next day, creating a very negative energy around him which will only attract more of that type of energy. Whereas the rich boy being told the same will probably ignore it right from the start because he'll know that a lot of it isn't true. He probably goes through life with a lot more confidence and knows that he is dressed well and his family can afford a lot more than even the person who said it, which means he probably wouldn't bat an eyelid. So usually we do take things personally a lot more if we believe some of what the other person has said. All the more reason to grow your confidence and know your strengths. It's not about fighting the opposition. It's about looking within and knowing where you are. Can you look yourself in the mirror and say, I really like who you are today. If you're still taking things too personally, remember, it's not always about you. 95% of the time, it's about the other people. So there you go, wrapping up on my life lesson number one. It took me many years to learn that I even needed to learn this, but I got there in the end and that's the main thing. I hope you found this episode helpful in even the smallest way. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week with life lesson number two. It's another game changer, so don't miss it. See you then. The lady with an infectious laugh. You know who it is. Sonia Dutta, Monday to Friday, 9am to 12 noon, to keep you smiling. It's time for the couples challenge. Let's do this. It's time for the couples game. How well do you know your partner? Yes, indeed. How well do you know your partner? We have got a couple online right now on the phone, should I say. And I met this lovely couple at the Asian Media Awards. They were fantastic. We were sitting next to each other and they kindly decided to volunteer to come on and do the couples challenge. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, I'm a- all right, so this is Matt and Shalina, and I forgot to, I forgot to, totally forgot. Where are you, where are you guys located? Rochdale near Manchester. Oh, you're in Rochdale. Lovely. Okay, cool. Now, and uh, obviously, I asked you the, I asked you guys this, these questions when we when we met. But um, for all the listeners out there, how long have you two uh, lovely people been together? Fourteen years. Fourteen years. That's not too bad at all. Fourteen years. How how have you done it, Shalina, with Matt? I mean, that's just a, you should divert, deserve an award just for that. Uh, you get, you get less to say. Yeah, you keep out each other's way, don't you? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we give each other space, I think. 
that, that's it actually because I asked you on Friday night I said you know what's the secret for you guys you know to, to be together and happily married for this long and you mentioned as well about respecting each other's space and I think that's such a powerful thing to do uh, so and obviously very good advice as well so I wanted to obviously just firstly say thank you for coming on and taking part in the couples challenge uh, just to reiterate for yourselves and everyone else out there how it works so basically what we're going to do is you are both together right now but very shortly I'm going to ask one of you to leave the room and one of you to stay behind to that individual I'm going to ask five questions about themselves and then what we're going to do is we're going to get the other partner back ask them the same five questions and see if they can get their partner's answers does that all make sense yeah. yeah. Lovely jubbly. So which one is going to be the brave one who's going to leave the room? I'm going to leave the room for you, Alan. <laughs> Matt, you're too brave, mate. Too... <laughs> Listen, look, ladies and gentlemen, they say chivalry is dead. Come on, look at this. I mean, Matt, come on, man. Just straight away, no delay, no hesitation. I'll leave the room. I'll do the hard part. Well, listen, you, you are the man for doing it. So uh, whenever you're ready, leave the room. And Shalina okay. will tell us when he's gone so that we can start asking her the questions. Right, you tell me whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. He's gone. Perfect. And I assume though you think he cannot hear you right now, right? No, he's not. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Anyway, so okay, as I said, I've got five lovely questions for you, Shalina. Uh, And so, uh, first one, I want to ask you: What is your favourite choice of like naughty food or go-to snack when you're just having one of those moments? You need something to satiate your appetite. Oh, oh, um, I don't know. Bombay mix. Bombay mix. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one as well. Because often it's usually chocolate or crisps or something. But Bombay mix, yeah, that's a... Re- uh, Bombay mix with a bit of psych or concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. All right. Bombay mix. We'll go with that one. I've got that one down. Now, uh, question number two. I would love to hear a uh, particularly sort of bad habit or naughty habit that you have that your partner hates. Oh, um... Um, <laughs> not just one many to choose from <laughs> quite a few like not closing the fridge door properly um, not closing the kitchen cupboard doors properly um, leaving the clothes lying on the floor <laughs> what do you think is probably the biggest one his biggest uh, pet peeve of yours um, it could be um, every time he makes me tea, I always and it always goes cold every time I drink it. Oh, so you let the tea go cold. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, that's quite a specific one. That's going to be a tough one for him to get, but okay, right? So, well, yeah. let the tea go cold, right? Okay, cool. Uh, and is that when you, you for like when you're drinking it or you make it for him, but you serve it? No, when it, it was made it for me, because I've asked him to make me a cup of tea and he's made it. And then um, 10 minutes later, I probably forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Bless him. Oh, dear. My wife, I don't know about you, but are you one of those people that likes your hot beverage, like extra hot? No, no, I like it medium. Maybe that's why, and, and, that's, and that's why I end up getting going cold. And <gasps> I'm times. See, that's quite rare because normally it's the women who say, "I like my beverage really hot." Because I'm like you, I like to let it cool my coffee to cool ever so slightly, and then I'll drink it. But you know, my mum, my sister, my wife—they have to have a piping hot beverage, even if it's been sitting there for two minutes. They're like, "I must put it in the microwave, heat it up," kind of thing, right? And I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> 
Uh, but yes, anyway, right. So this is good. This is a, you're the first woman I've ever heard say that. So this is an interesting one. All right, question number three. Um, I would love to hear one thing that is on your bucket list, something that you must and have to do very soon. Very soon, I just on the bucket list at some point. So, what was that? I want to say that again? Uh, very soon, I just on the bucket list. Oh, I missed the word. What did you say again? Tell me again. Uh, do you mean as soon as in the next like year, sir? Do you, uh, do you just mean on the bucket list at some point in the future? Oh, do you know? I can't make out the word you're saying. What it is you're saying? Oh, I'm interested. Uh, do you mean like now? Bucket list now, or bucket list for the future. Oh, beg your pardon, yeah. So, like, I'm talking about anything that you have in your mind that you must, like, want to do really soon. Like, for example, for some people, it could be, you know, parachuting, it could be, you know, skydiving, or swimming with sharks, or something like that. Um, I would like to travel to um, South America at some point in the next, like, years. Uh, so, is it somewhere you've never been before? I've not been, so... Really? Um, Argentina, South America, somewhere in South America, and the dream of, of mine. Ah, lovely, lovely. And you said Argentina, yeah, is one of the places, one of the destinations. Yeah. Perfect, right? Okay, cool. Uh, question number four: um, What is the best holiday destination, according to you? This is, of course, that you have both been on together. Oh, Ibiza. I did Miami. No, Miami. Miami. <laughs> We're going to Miami. Uh, I, I mean, Miami, Ibiza, I mean, both kind of similar vibe, but very different locations. We had, we had one of our best holidays in Miami. Oh, I've never been to Miami. I've always done, generally speaking, the, the, the West Coast. I've only done New York as the East Coast, so I've never really been to that oh, side much. But well, it's such a cool place. It's so friendly and so nice. Oh, yeah. I really want to. We definitely have it on our bucket list as well, me and my wife. Lovely, right? So, Miami. Question number four. Um, what is a oh, big one? We're on question for number five now. Sorry, Ooh, I, I completely lost my place there. Question five, right? A favorite movie of yours that you have seen lots and lots of times. Favorite movie of mine. Um, oh, you know what? Um, the Goonies. Goonies. Oh, nice. That's. I mean, oh my god, that's an all-time classic, isn't it? Yeah, and the, kids, and the kids are watching it as well. So. Oh, I love it. Hey, listen, question for you. If they did a remake of The Goonies, would you watch it? Oh, yeah, I will actually. Just, just to compare. Yeah, just to compare. All right, cool, fair enough as well. Because sometimes they do a remake and it just spoils it, right? You know, you never think of your favourite fun film the same way again. But, you know, like like for me, the recent Ghostbusters just didn't quite didn't do it. Like, you know, the old oh, ones... What? Ghostbusters did it for me, but then Stranger Things had quite a lot of 80s, um, sort of um, 80s influence in it. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, and I heard they, the, the uh, obviously the characters did a bit of a cameo as well, which is good, which was nice. But, uh, but yeah, not quite. It wasn't quite my cup of tea. I think some of the remakes that they do just aren't quite the same and don't have that same you know they, they, they don't stir that reminiscent you know you, you don't get to wax rhapsodic about it and stuff and so you know it just that, doesn't that is true but the kids enjoyed it yeah oh that's good yeah I'm glad I'm glad they did I'm glad they did right okay cool that is your five questions we've got all your five answers see that was relatively painless wasn't it Right, so, so bring him in. Bring Matt in. Let's do this. And while you do that, I'm just going to let everyone out there know as well. If you ever want to take on the couples challenge, this is how easy and simple it is. It's not very painful at all. All you're going to do is just drop me a WhatsApp during the show and I will get you guys on. So let's see if Matt, the brave Matt, is back and ready to uh, guess these answers. Are you there, Matt? 
I am I'm there, yeah. Matt, it was a pleasure meeting you on Friday, by the way, I must say. And um, uh, you're a brave man for taking this on, but I admire you. I admire that in a fella. So I have to say, uh, let's do this, Tenso. I've asked Shalina five questions about her. And so you've got to give me the answers of what you think she answered. Okay. No, we didn't. We didn't do a Halloween theme this year. We kept it relatively simple. Uh, so, first yeah. question I asked Shalina, I asked her, "What is her favourite choice of like naughty food or snack?" What do you think she said? Uh, and there's these little biscuit wafer things that she likes. They're, they're like uh, they've got like a golden red packet, and I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, is that it? What are they called? I think I know which one you mean. Is it the caramel wafer thingies? Right. Yeah, I would have said that caramel wafer one, not the lotus one. Okay, cool. Let's see. All right, I'm gonna write that down. Let's see if that. I'll give you the answers at the end, of course, as well. Question number two. I asked Shalina uh, to name a bad habit of hers that you hate a lot. So one of her bad habits that gets on your nerves. What do you think she's alluded to or pointed to? I wouldn't think she'd admit having any bad habits. But if I, could. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay. Uh, actually, she did specify. She specified. She actually said the word loads, um, and then she specified one. So what do you think of all of them? When, when she has a shower and she leaves the hair on the side of the shower. <laughs> My wife does exactly the same. <laughs> they, it's wet, so they stick it to the tile, don't they? Everyone. <laughs> I think everyone listening to this relates to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's brilliant. I love it. Um, all right, question number two. Uh, sorry, sorry, big pun. Question number three. I'm losing my place on my questions today. Uh, right. Um, question number three. I asked her to name something that was on her bucket list. Uh, and she, it could be anything, like it could be skydiving, sh- you know, swimming with sharks. Uh, and I'll give you a clue on this one as well. She mentioned specific location that she'd like to visit, which she hasn't yet. Oh, um, it's going to be somewhere in America, isn't it? On the other side of America. Um... Ah, which part of America? Um, I think mm, maybe I'm going to say San Francisco. If I'm not if I'm not right on the exact location, it's the other side of America, like um, the west, the west, the west side of America. I think. Oh, uh, west side. All right. Okay. Cool. No worries. Uh, South, uh, sorry. Big pun. Um, uh, San Francisco is what you said, but West Coast, somewhere on the West Coast. Okay. Cool. No worries. I've written that down. Uh, question number four. I asked her to name what she thought was the best holiday that you have both been on. What do you think she said? Um, we went away to get married, so we've not said that one. <laughs> <laughs> She did. Um, she did name a very specific location, actually. Maybe I reckon it was the first time we went away, um, and we went to uh, the island that I was on. Cyprus, yeah, that's the one. Oh, sorry. Go- which one was it? Was it Ibiza? Did you say? Well, that was yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm. It probably is Ibiza, but I'm now said I'm going to go for the first one. I'm going to go to Cyprus. Uh, did you say Cyprus? I did, yeah, yeah. Cyprus. All right, cool. So you think Cyprus. All right, okay, cool. No worries. And... 
uh, all right cool last last but not least um a question for you the question i asked to sorry big pardon was a favorite movie that she has seen lots of times that she could watch over and over again as well uh, it'll be a bollywood movie oh interesting okay um but i can't remember the name of it Okay, I think we need to give you a clue on this one because actually it was an English film she mentioned, not Engli- uh, an American film, a Hollywood film that she mentioned. So, oh, Hollywood okay. Yeah. So can you think of any particular Hollywood films that she happens to uh, uh, like and maybe has watched several times? <laughs> I can't think of any. Um, I'm going to say something stupid like those. <laughs> Ghostbusters. I can't think. Ghostbusters. Oh, nice. All right, cool. All right, so <laughs> right, uh, Shalina, Matthew, Matthew, you were the the brave man who decided to leave the room, and we asked as you left. We asked Shalina five questions about herself, and I've asked you the same five questions to see how well you knew, know your partner. Now I'm going to do the complex task of uh, totting up the scores here and do do my high technology drum roll uh, by tapping on the desk. Uh, but I can tell you, and I hope you're ready for this, mate. I really hope you do. <laughs> you scored zero out of five. <laughs> I, I love it. We need to the space. It's into the realms of not listening. I think this happens as well. When you've been with your partner longer, I think the longer you've been together, the harder this becomes, actually. Um, All right, cool. I'm going to reveal the answers that your wife said, all right? So, uh, question one, we asked about her favourite naughty food, and she says Bombay mix. Would you agree with that? Well, she's definitely eating more of them caramel biscuits than she has Bombay mix in the last month, so... Oh really? Okay, cool. So, all right. So, we we, we should give you a point for that one as well. Because if you th- if you if there's a discrepancy in the answers, then we'll we'll give you the point on that one. Uh, so, a bad habit. Uh, the interesting one you mentioned, of course, the leaving the hair in the shower. I mean, that's a big one for me as well. Uh, but her one was letting her tea go cold once you've when you've made it for her. Oh yeah, she made it. She made a cup of tea go cold before she even put the milk in today. <laughs> Oh my goodness me! That's oh my god! I, I, I was just saying this is quite rare because like every female that's been in, like in my family, my wife, my uh, my sister, my mum, they used to. Uh, my wife does as well. She loves piping hot. If it's not piping hot, she won't drink it. So even if it gets like you know cold for like two minutes, she'll stick it in the microwave and heat it up again, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 an unusual one I think for a woman. I think guys do that all the time, but women a little less so. But that's an interesting one. Uh, question number three: uh, Say one thing that was on her bucket list. Uh, you mentioned San Francisco. She actually mentioned South America and Argentina specifically. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that would you say that's true then as well? That's something she's probably mentioned. <laughs> All right, cool. That was question number four. Uh, the best holiday that you have both been on. Um, uh, she, you, you said Cyprus, I think you said it was one of the first ones, right? Yeah, and she mentioned Miami, that's what she said was the, the, the best one. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, a favourite movie you've but uh, she's seen loads of times. You mentioned go- you were going to go with Bollywood, but then you said Ghostbusters, and she actually said The Goonies. So there we go. Uh, right era, then kind of thing, but yeah, yeah, same era back. 
back in the eighties. Um, yeah, my 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 advice to you both is you've probably been giving each other too much space. So I think maybe spend a bit more time together. <laughs> no that was so much fun did you guys enjoy coming on and being part of the couples challenge that's all i've got to say no it's been enjoyed oh definitely yeah definitely and you know what maybe maybe at some point in the future in the near future you guys come back and we'll reverse it round and see how that goes as well are you guys up for that oh definitely Oh, thank you so much. That's been it's been an absolute pleasure. That is, ladies and gentlemen, the couples challenge. That is how it's done. If you ever want to get involved, that's the way to do it. Catch our love guru Amit Soda between seven pm and ten pm every Sunday for that chill out zone.